0: Hey everyone, welcome to Murder Moose. I'm Rod and with me, as always, is jerry
1: what's up dude dude what's going on i have to apologize in advance i sound like dog shit today i have like a really <laughs> bad sinus affection but like
0: you, you got dude you, you got that droopy sound going on I, like you sound like droopy i
1: do that or like uh or like <laughs> keith david from the thing yeah. i'm child oh, yeah. basically no but like dude <laughs> there is nothing that could stop me from talking about this movie that we're talking about tonight it is a lifelong dude. obsession of mine
0: Dude, this movie, I had never heard of it before you brought it up. Never heard of it. And I'm like, this movie is weird in so many ways. It's... <laughs> but, like, it there's, like, this transition that, that this movie feels like an 80s action movie, but also, like, them trying to cash in on things. And then there's, like, you're, like, kind of comparing it to things like Shocker. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and there's so much going there. And it's, like... And Lou Diamond Phillips is just, like, kind of, like, it seems like he's not in his prime yet. You know what I'm saying? I was watching it. I text messaged you. I'm like, man, you need, like, you redo this movie with crazy Nicolas Cage and it would be perfect also. But, like, so there's a... There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. <laughs> and everyone's like, what fucking movie are they talking about? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, man. I literally never heard of it. Okay. We're not going to bullshit as much as usual with Jerry's, like, sickness. But I was going to say, Ava, you, you – I'm jealous because you got to go – you got to watch Lamb last night, which – seems like a weird fucking out there kind of film and uh I'm you've been saying a lot of good Dude. things about it and that makes me happy eight
1: twenty four did this thing and they do it with a lot of their movies well they'll they'll do like one screening called the a twenty four screening room where you buy tickets and you could watch this movie yeah. at a certain time for up to four hours. And so, yeah, yeah, Uh Lamb's a movie that my wife and I both have, like, really wanted to watch for so many reasons. Yeah. And the trailer, like, the trailer was so fucking out there that you kind of don't know what it is. And so, like, it was, like, this fascination. And so we did it and we watched it. And the trailer is both misleading and on the nose for the movie, like, without Uh without spoiling stuff. But it is easily one of the most unique movies I have ever seen. Like I almost can't, I almost can't put it into any box because it's, it's, it's a horror film, but it's not, there's like about good 60 to 70% of It's very like heartwarming and kind of cuddly. And then when it gets dark, it gets very dark. It was fucking, dude, it was phenomenal.
0: I want to see it. It's, it's like they do that. They do that art house thing with tinges of horror. I mean, it's, very much like what, like Lighthouse is oh, a dude. weird movie, right? Like
1: I love that it's,
0: movie. It's 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 got the hints of horror throughout a lot of it, but like a lot of it's just like a like what happens when you leave two motherfuckers on an island by themselves, and like like what happens? Do they go fucking bonkers and whatnot? And I mean, that movie's wonderful, but it's just like, that's the kind of out there shit they do because they're like, mm -hmm. they built up a reputation for themselves that they can do that stuff and like people will give it a
1: chance. And
0: that movie, Lamb is like, what country is it from originally? It's an Icelandic film.
1: And it's it's still in in, uh, their native language too. So, I mean, it's a subtitled film, but what's so unique, I think... A good, the good thing and the bad thing about a lot of A twenty four stuff. The good thing is they do slow burn kind of like art house horror. I think perfectly. The problem yeah. is a lot of pretentiousness goes with it. Yeah. Like Lamb, yeah. when you when you read about Lamb, it will never call itself a horror film. Just like The Witch would not call itself a horror film. Lamb is yeah. Lamb. When I looked it up, is described as supernatural drama. It's like, why don't you just yeah. say horror? Like, yeah. like I'll never understand how that word, like, bastardizes whatever music it's attached, or whatever movie it's attached to.
0: Yeah. It's, man, it's, again, it's, I think there's a, still a lot of, like, like, connections to the 80s, especially horror stuff, like, which is weird because you had, like, in the 70s, you had some, like, like phenomenally, like, you know, important movies, like the uh, The Exorcist, like, that, like, you know meant so much and then you go back to the 60s you get stuff like psycho and rosemary's baby but like they're the the sloppy stuff really started up in the 80s right Mm -hmm. and like so you get so like few like i don't know man it's it's weird but yeah that's it's one of those things and it's also that 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 never-ending uh discussion with with horror i don't think it happens the other end but horror fans and when they start considering things uh thrillers and when things are in that you know in between kind of space right um it's we talked about josh and i talked about old boy on here and old boy is not really a horror movie but it's it's just that thriller with that like really twisted fucked up you know things in it Mm -hmm. and it's that's i mean that's enough like movies can give you nightmares without being nightmares man Mm -hmm. like
1: oh dude no most definitely i saw jim in the (laughs) holograms
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i've never seen that i movie, fucking love it I dude i I, I, know, I think i'm the I, only I've person seen... in
1: the world that loved that movie that isn't 12
0: <laughs> i dude it, it makes me laugh because i have a buddy who legitimately loves cats the cats movie mm. and it takes every opportunity to tell everyone on twitter how much he loves it see my thing is <laughs> I,
1: I love drugs so by default i love cats <laughs> the movie <laughs> stupid
0: <laughs> he's a good boy from idaho i think
1: i don't know there's like, something special yeah. about that fucking train wreck i don't know
0: yeah it man i i, I understand because I, I like i've said before i love bad things that are that that aren't boring mm-hmm. like like the fanatic i'll bring up constantly and trolls too and the room all those things that are just like Terrible movies, but fuck. Dude, energy. you know what's crazy yeah. about
1: that? My wife had never heard of The Room or Tommy Wiseau, and it was a few months ago. I, I was talking about it, and she was just like, "Wait, what?" Like she just done not like, you know, yeah. because like, you know, who who openly watches that shit? Basically, you know. So I, I yeah, I, I haven't showed her The Room yet, but like because The Disaster Artist is more widely accessible. So I showed yeah, her that exactly, movie, yeah. you know, which is the making of that movie. And, yeah. like, it's kind of become this kind of obsession that we talk about a lot. Like, we were in San Francisco uh, a couple months ago, taking my dad to a Giants game. Uh, yeah. And we were walking downtown San Francisco, and there was this massive billboard on the side of a building for the room. And I was I was yeah. looking it up, and that's where Tommy Wiseau's, like, business used to be. So, like, it was – Yeah. Dude, I, I love movies like that. Yeah. And like yeah. The Room, Miami Connection, Samurai Cop. You know, there's so many movies yeah. that like they're train wrecks. But the fact is that those people made a movie and they thought they were making something good. You know, The Room, <laughs> yeah. Tommy Wiseau thought he was making like a Tennessee Williams <laughs> drama. And it was only after yeah. everyone laughed at him and it became like a midnight movie that he tried to act like it. it was intentional. Yeah. No, it wasn't.
0: Dude, that that scene in in the Disaster Artist where he's like he like leaves the theater and comes back in and everyone's just hysterically laughing at the film and he's just like crushed is just so it's like that's how it was. I, you can't like you don't you also don't spend six million dollars on something like that and
1: <laughs> out of your what? own money. That
0: guy. Yeah, that guy is such an anomaly in so many levels. Just because, of like, nobody knows how old he is, where he got the money from. Did you see the? From. Did
1: you see the movie that that Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero put out a few years ago? I think it was a two part, like best friends or something like that.
0: Uh, dude,
1: th- watch the trailer when you get done with this. It is just as fucking bonkers as the room, but with a bigger budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's. I, 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 if a movie isn't boring, I will like. I will usually give it a chance. I have talked about it before, like the the Mummy with Tom Cruise. I I was having a lot of fun with that movie until like they just, it was bad. Mm. But I was having fun with it. But the ending of that movie is so terrible that that movie will forever be like one of those worst movies in my brain. See, I never gave it a of shot. Of I never gave
1: it a shot. Yeah, I should.
0: Dude, it it's bad and then they set they they try to cram in setting up the universal yeah. pictures dark universe at the last third and it just it makes something that was bad but like fun and it just makes it Bad angle, I still, man, to this day, mean,
1: I laugh about how hard they set that up with the photo shoot and everything, and it just went straight yeah. to hell, and they never made any more. But, oh, dude, yeah. which, is, which is fucking cool, because I don't know if you read about this, but you know how Blumhouse put out Invisible Man by Lee Whannell, right? Yeah, yep, and yeah. Gosling, Ryan Gosling starring in The Wolfman. And Lee yep. Wynnell was supposed to do it, but he dropped out. And Derek C. in France, who directed Blue Valentine and Place Beyond the Pines, is directing it now. I am so fucking stoked on the Wolfman Dude. now.
0: Dude, that that the Place Beyond the Pines is even the Blue Valentine's fucking bonkers. And then he's the one who did uh he all that guy's movies are fucking insane. Like he did the uh was he the one who did the cell block movie or with the Vince Vaughn?
1: No, no, no. That, that was uh uh Craig Zoller.
0: Dude, that movie's bonkers. Yeah, also, but yeah. uh, d- dude, that guy's movies, the directors are just fucking like. Oh, okay. What is? I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of uh, what's the other? Oh, fuck! I now I can't think of it. There's another blue movie, and the, blue uh, ruin director. Uh, where it's like a guy getting out of jail. Yeah, and, blue like, going ruin, out of dude.
1: Yeah, he gets yes. uh, he gets out of jail and like isn't like the homeless dude who the guy getting out of jail killed his his parents or something like that so the homeless guy kills him and then the family goes after him
0: yeah that yeah he did green room yeah jeremy saunier yeah yeah
1: Yeah, and he did a lot of true Detective as well
0: yeah dude that shit is that you you go to blue and it just goes damn but that guy's movies are fucking bonkers if you hear green room is a really really good movie but where you go Patrick Stewart can be that fucking green room
1: is like the best John Carpenter movie that John Carpenter didn't make (laughs) Yeah, like that. And like Jeremy Sawney, first film uh, murder party is such a fucking great movie. It's so much fun, dude. Have you seen that one?
0: Yeah, no, it's one of those movies that like it pops up, you know, on like streaming services and and occasionally on like YouTube videos and go, that looks interesting. I need to watch it. And I haven't, but it's it's on the list of
1: yeah if if you if you like horror comedies murder parties like the fucking shit it's basically a bunch of it's a bunch of pretentious art students that are up their own asses dressed up and they invite some random loser in their eyes basically to their party so they can murder him and then shit just goes wrong for them it's so much (laughs) fun dude
0: that it just reminds me of your description reminds me of tucker and dale yeah yeah and just like the 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 chaos of dude i love horror comedies are my are probably my favorites like because i comedies are the things i can rewatch over and over Mm -hmm. and over again that's why josh and i love psycho gorman so much psycho gorman is such a fucking ride and things like that and uh it just yeah that kind of stuff because that is like it it has that light tone that can help like you know like anytime like you're not always in the mood for like Grim horror, mm-hmm. right? Like or grim stuff, and the, the the comedy horror can give me, you know, you know, more of a it. It can it. It's probably universally more watchable, like, across the board for me, even when stuff is better as a movie. It's, like, I don't know. There's, like, depressing movies I'll watch once and never watching again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I t- Arrival, I talk about it all the time. I've watched that movie once. <laughs> My wife bought a copy of it. Never watching the movie again because I cried like a baby. Mm-hmm. And that made made me feel sad. So yeah, <laughs> I see. I'm the opposite. Just- I'm
1: a glutton of punishment. Like I watch yeah. the most depressing movies like over and over to the point where it's just like, dude, like yeah. stop. But like, dude, when <laughs> when horror comedies are done right, like fucking Evil Dead Two, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there is nothing yeah. as special as like just laughing your ass off and then like getting scared at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. There's been some like a lot of what the ones Shudder... Shudder does a lot of horror comedies, right? Mm-hmm. And like I've liked a lot of them. Like the, of uh, was it Vicious uh, Vicious Fun that they mm-hmm. did was a, like a good time. I really enjoyed that one. Uh Some other like the Boys from County Hell, the Irish Vampire movies, yeah. like a horror comedy. There's been a lot of them that they've done, and I just it could <coughs> it, it also I think it feels like it like if it's at least the comedy's done at least decently, it makes. It helps when movies aren't as strong as a total package, well, right? Because you're laughing. People were
1: even bitching about Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills having like a good amount of humor. For me, that made me enjoy those movies more because you need something yeah. to break up the tension. And there's nothing yeah. better than when you're scared as shit and it's it it's, the tension is just on just firing on all cylinders, and then you laugh yeah. for a bit and it kind of calms you down, and then it hits with the scares. Yeah. And the comedy kind of yep. sets up the scares perfectly.
0: Yeah, it's it's that. Yeah, it's that. It's that perfect. Like it's a perfect peanut butter and chocolate mix kind of. Like, it's know, not know, it's, I mean, a. It's, like,
1: it's not a homeless vagrant doing a backflip off a table to kick Lou Diamond and Phillips <laughs> in the face. But it's something. Yeah, I love
0: her. I love her so much. It's my. F- she's the favorite part of that fucking movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah there's lots going on. Let's go into it. Yes, we're going to we're, we're talking today. Jerry picked out this this gem. It's called The First Power from 1990 starring Lou Diamond Phillips, directed by Robert Resnikoff. Very th- sounds very Russian if we're being honest. Um man, let's go off first. General, I I messaged you almost instantaneously who did the credits for this movie should be taken out <laughs> to the street and have their balls used like a speed bag because holy fuck this movie man i i, I thought there was something wrong with the cut i was watching like you, you you get the opening like you know credit crawl is like it's like a pentagram slowly popping up but while they're doing that names are popping up and then they're like these white names with like red backs or Whatever, and then they pop another name on top of it, and you can't see anything for a couple mm-hmm. seconds, and it is like you're like, what is the the, the credits seem like a fucking <coughs> student film or something well that looks like, <laughs> and, like, like, and, what like
1: what's funny is like the whole as the credits go on and that it's so irritating with the names on top of each other because it, it just looks like as someone that like is super obsessed with graphic design in general, like, it's the b- – yeah. it's oh, God, it's irritating to watch, right? Yep. But, like, my yep. I always laugh at the credits because I feel like whoever did the credits was like, dude, I'm witty as fuck. I'm going to yeah. slowly make this thing turn and slowly reveal a pentagram. It's going to be, like, that moment in Alien. What the fuck? People are going to love this. Yeah. And it just falls so flat <laughs> that dude, at, that, at the end the pentagram that. shows up and you're like, okay, you shop at Hot Topic. Cool. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, and – and the first thing that pops up is like off center like and not just kind of off center like the, the production house or something like that that pops up at the beginning is like way over to the to the right and like lower and so it's like oh I'm not putting my things in the center who the f- I'm like that was the first thing I was like why the fuck is this
1: so yeah off? yeah but once <coughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> coughing because of sickness. But once you get past the credits, dude, like, yeah, uh, I guess a quick background. See, like, I'm I'm sure you did something similar to this, but like growing up, uh, you know, video stores were like the, my favorite fucking thing in the entire world. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. everyone talks about like, oh, the, you know, the cinematic experience, and yeah, I spent every possible second I could in theaters. But even more so, yep. video stores, were, that was my thing. I spent every single yep. day of my life as a kid in a video stores. Even if I wasn't renting stuff, I was there every day looking at stuff. Five movies, five yep. days, five bucks. The first power, yep. dude, by the time the first power came, I was knee deep in being a little kid obsessed with Lou Diamond Phillips because of La Bamba uh-huh. and Young Guns. Dude, yeah. Young Guns, uh, have you seen Young Guns?
0: I have been, it's been a
1: long time. Young Guns, time. to me, like, it was like a Western movie full of, like, the the best yeah. actors, or the hottest actors at the time in the 80s, you know? Like, like the keepers, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips, Charlie Sheen, before he got fucking wacko. Like, everybody yeah. was in Young Guns and Young Guns 2. Emilio. Yeah, uh, Emilio, Emilio Estevez plays yeah. Billy the fucking yeah, kid. Yeah. But, like, the first yeah. Young Guns... And even the second one to a lesser extent But the first Young Guns was everything I wanted In a movie growing up So much that my friend and I at the time In 4th grade rewrote the sequels To Young Guns 3 through (laughs) 7 I love it But like the first power came And it's due to like As a kid that grew up in a very Religious upbringing where like You know I'd have to hide my Horror movies just so they wouldn't get Burned in the bonfire while listening to Fucking Striper Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like first power came about and it was just like my hero at the time, Lou Diamond Phillips fighting a satanic serial killer who body shit like body switches like who doesn't fucking yep. love that, you know,
0: I, I have to say and I, the, this, this is probably a good time to bring this up because I don't want to forget the movie is called the first power and then you learn later on what the first power is. The first power is invincible, like Im- immortality, right? Yeah. But the power that this guy is going through most of the movie is power. The third power, the the body control thing, and then they're like, and then they have to go. They go. Oh, and then then your friend, the psychic, she has the second
1: power. <laughs> like, I, I feel so like I if like, they would have <laughs> called it the third power, people would have thought <laughs> it would be like a mathematical movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I just I it, it, no problems again. I had a blast of this movie. I'm just bringing up stuff. I'm like, why Why is this the way it is? And it just it makes me laugh my balls off with like with all that and. The next text message I sent you after I started watching this, I'm like, man, this movie, like you're like five seconds into the, the film, film, and you're you get sexual harassment. Like the 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 cops are like, yeah, the only way I'm staying up right, I'm like your your voice going out is uh, also uh, contagious because my <laughs> voice is also starting to crack on me. No, he's like, the only way I'm staying up is looking at your ass, and you're like, what.
1: <laughs> It was that weird time in movies where like none yeah. of it was PC whatsoever. So in like the eighties and especially yeah. like the nineties, you'd get the most like yeah. vile cop characters that would all they would do is yep. like sexually harass everybody, it seems. Like if yep. you watch the lethal weapon yep. movies, they're so full of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like Oh yeah, it's
0: mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's character in yeah. those are just like is like not a good person for most of them, and even though you love there him, there is because a he's like, dude.
1: There's a T-shirt from I, th- uh, London, 1888, I think it is that I always yeah. want to buy, but every time I flirt with buying it, my wife, thankfully, like <laughs> all credit to her for saying no. But there's a yeah. shirt with Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon putting the gun in his mouth, and it just says Happy Holidays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but I like love it. the first power, uh fuck, man. I was nine years old when this movie came out, and my grandma yeah. dropped me off at the theater to watch it by myself. And I walked <laughs> out, dude, thinking this was the coolest fucking thing ever. Because what you have, well, you have this weird intersection of like police procedural movie. Yeah. It, it would work if it was just a straight police, like going after a serial killer movie. Like, in a lot yeah. of ways, it feels kind of like a. 1990 version of zodiac you know yeah. and that and you have a serial killer who i mean they even if the producer said it wasn't this there's they're fucking liars uh uh the main antagonist the serial killer is such a like om- not homage but such a like uh it's, it's rich it's richard ramirez the entire time that's, that's a yeah. hundred, there's no denying that they basically made Lou yeah. Diamond Phillips as a cop going after a supernatural, like Richard Ramirez character. Like as a kid, that was scary. It was exciting. It's, it's fucking, yeah. and it's bonkers, man.
0: Dude, I, in, w- along with Lou Diamond Phillips, man, Jeff, how Cover Cobra? Yeah, Jeff Cobra, yeah. This motherfucker does such a good, creepy voice. And that motherfucker's... all Like, he's never not played a bad guy. I swear to God. Like, I swear he's been, like, the creep in everything he's ever done. Like, you see this motherfucker and you're like, oh, this this motherfucker's up to something. (laughs) Like, he's one of those actors that, like, can't ever play a good guy, right?
1: I saw an after-school special kind of movie... Uh, it was from i think the late 70s or very early 80s when i was a kid that it reran and it was jeff Cobert in a nice role and it after being really like familiar with this stuff because of first power it yeah. felt so weird seeing that dude play someone that isn't a piece of shit
0: yeah yeah it's like i he's one of those guys that like most people probably Have maybe not most people, most movie addicts like us have seen him and stuff in like television shows, but he always plays a creep. He always like, he's that quintessential like slimy 80s action guy, but like they do like, they do this thing and like, am I the only one watching this movie and going, these motherfuckers are just winging. It it felt like they were winging a lot of like the the lore in this universe kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, like coming up with it as they were going like they're like oh yeah oh let's give him oh yeah let's give him this dagger yeah the the the, the jesus dagger <laughs> it's like- <laughs> and not a bad way. It's such a ride, man. It really it is, is, and you don't uh, know
1: what the fuck you're watching the whole time because, it, yeah. to be honest, it has a very simple plot, but it's the execution yes. that makes it so weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, dude. oh man, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it when it, we talk about plot. But there are so many batshit insane sequences in this movie. Yeah, like I wrote it. I wrote an article about it. I think last year, the year before. I think for Dread Central and Lou Diamond Phillips yeah. shared it. And it was like, yeah, I loved, I loved making that movie. But if you watch it, yeah. it seems like he thinks he's in a different movie than we're watching.
0: Yeah. He's like playing, like, he's playing like an Arnold kind of a cop, like character. Mm-hmm. Like, and this movie is fucking 31 years old. So we're not, I don't care about spoiling anything. So don't worry about that. With, with something this old and this like obscure, I'm not like, not worried about spoilers. Yeah, yeah he, he he's man the thing was too, and he's like he's like a cop, but he's like also an a giant asshole for like <laughs> large like portions of this movie. Like he breaks into the psychic's house. By the way, how the fuck is this woman a fucking psychic with that house? That Dude, house right? is insane. It is and I love the, the 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 fucking the
1: black partner who is just like it's Bubba Gump, dude. It's like, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, is that yeah. nuts? Wow. That's nuts. Oh, uh, he's he's got that like he's got that hairdo that's like kid and play kind of like you know that flat top yeah. thing, and he's just he's fucking hysterical, and he's not in this movie for long enough. Because he gets fucking stomped on by a horse. That's another first of this movie. I've never seen a movie where a horse stomps on someone to death. Yeah, and like what's funny <laughs> is
1: this movie, it has the most cliche beats ever. Every movie from yeah. this every movie from this era, if it's a police trying yeah. to find a killer, police will stop yeah. killer. Something will happen to killer. Yeah. He'll come back in some way. Cop will get yeah. involved with a secondary character, this time a psychic. Cop will see visions Nobody will believe him They'll think it's him His partner will get killed And people will think it's him more And then at the end Some big revelation It's the same plot As almost every fucking movie from that But what we get in this movie Is Satan uh, Homeless people Getting possessed And doing backflips off of table Drop kicking Blue Diamond Phillips uh, Kicking
0: Blue Diamond Phillips in
1: the balls Kicking him in the balls (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a, so many fucking one-liners oh dude oh, jeff cober yeah. is so fucking on fire with this movie yeah and, dude that see He's... you around buddy boy like he, yeah dude the the killer uh, uh, do you just want to jump into like what it's about basically
0: yeah 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 so okay we'll start off so this movie starts off with a a uh there's a serial killer going around killing I think they said 15 bodies it's like the pentagram killer. Uh, kind of, <laughs> yeah the pentagram killer who uh who kills people and then carves pentagrams like six inch diameter pentagrams it's like every chest. junior high kid and yeah ba- yeah basically everyone who's like Slayer is the best band ever just because of pentagrams right uh and he uh Lou Diamond Phillips is on this case and they go in uh they there's a there's a nun character in this movie who's it, it's a very weird role because like she's getting she's getting like yelled at at the beginning of the movie for saying Satan's coming basically um and she's kind of explaining that something the world's fucked up but that we we go to Lou Diamond Phillips who's a who detect who's a detective and he's been getting these weird phone calls and another thing that's so out of the 80s and 90s this time frame like whenever she calls him and they only show her lips they're just like zoomed in on her lips while she's talking to on the phone calls so because it's like a mystery mm-hmm. who he's talking to and uh uh basically she warns him where uh she she warns lou diamond phillips where this this uh this killer's going to strike and you go out to him like he's been like plotting these murders on the LA map because of course it's in LA they weren't going to go anywhere else to shoot
1: and it's so fucking dumb because he he's doing all these murders and they solve they they figure out where he's going to be because they have a newspaper and they put pins on the newspaper of the murders and they make a pentagram like it's so yeah. fucking dumb. <laughs> Cause can you imagine being <laughs> the killer of like- Map and going, okay, I'm gonna go to Rancho Cucamonga here, and I'm gonna go down to Van Nuys here, trying to form a pentagram. <laughs> like it, it's what- a scary fun movie, but the killer is such a twelve year old like him yeah. fan the whole time.
0: <laughs> what, what it makes me laugh too is like he can't figure it out, and then she gives him that last where the next kill is gonna be, and then he all of a sudden realizes <laughs> it's a pentagram. Like he was like. She gives him that the address and he's like, oh shit. And he finishes the drawing and it's a pentagram. John John John. <laughs> but the funny part is, is the 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 tipster was telling him, she's like, you can't kill him. And no death penalty. And uh, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. She dude, also, they 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 basically uh one of the cops gets taken and it, uh the Lou Diamond is and his partner like stumble upon the lair, and the uh this is where like lou diamond like he can't he shoots at this motherfucker like 75 times and in case i forget later on when lou diamond throws the fucking empty gun at the the fucking uh cop i laugh my balls off it is fucking hysterical like he's shooting at him and he's like out of ammo and he goes just chucks the pistol at the dude um, can you but, imagine uh, writing that
1: police report if that had worked? <laughs> like how did you stop him? I hit him in the head with my gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it dude so he like they like he shoots at him a bunch and chases him and they finally get on and like he like they wrestle down a hill and the the uh, the killer fucking stabs Lou Diamond Phillips in the stomach like three times. Yeah. And and then Lou goes. Okay, I'm gonna. F-. He goes Lou, and he, he, he t- picks up another Lou, the Lou Ferrigno, and goes Hulk on this motherfucker. He would have killed him. He starts slamming his head on the fucking concrete, the back of his head on the concrete, and like the cops, the cops show up and uh, they pull him off. And he's like, Rah! and then he then he starts bleeding, even though he's been like stabbed. He wasn't. Ble- Did you notice that he gets up? And he's, like, kind of bleeding, but then, like, all of a sudden, a huge amount of blood mm-hmm. out. Like.
1: <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, like, like you said uh, on the phone call, like, the voice with all you see is, like, the lips and, like, this very, like, seedy-looking yeah. shot. And it's like, dude, yeah. it's not even supposed to be that kind of shot. Why did you film it that way? Which is funny because yeah. the, it- the dude that shot this movie shot Wayne's World, Blade, and a lot of other movies. But that's what he chose for that. Yeah.
0: It it's it reminds me of like the old like Skinemax like softcore poems, mm-hmm. like kind of like it's like that like very like like
1: it's like Love Links or whatever shot. you know like those commercials yeah. for like nine hundred numbers
0: yeah yeah it's like if you it's guys like ASMR know, if you're, yeah oh I keep I keep saying I'm gonna do Gizmo ASMR on my YouTube and put it up there or on my TikTok or something because people there's people who love watching listening to him eat and others not but yeah so the uh lou lou gets goes to uh he, he captures this guy uh then they go and they're like they're just walking the serial court uh killer up the front steps of the courthouse and he uh he gets the death penalty which he had promised the uh informer informant that they weren't going to give him but then they're celebrating and this part fucking cracks me up also like Lou gets Lou Diamond Phillips gets called when they're at the cop station and they're all like drinking champagne (laughs) because this guy (laughs) is going in to the death chamber like the the death penalty and he's like pouring champagne all over all over himself because he doesn't know how to drink champagne and answer the phone (laughs) 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 And it's so funny. I have seen this movie
1: at least a hundred times and I've never realized that. (laughs) God, that's funny. Yeah, he's
0: like He's like pouring, he like, he tries to answer the phone and he's got a cup of champagne and just mm-hmm. pours it all over himself and he's like, whoa! <laughs> and it's the, this the, it's the psychic. He's, he's so like, arrogant he though. Me, yeah, this, the psychic's yeah.
1: basically like, dude, you, you told me you wouldn't let him die. And he's just psychic. Yep. his whole attitude the whole time is like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah, he, he's like, I'm Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, I, I shine bright like Lou, Lou Diamond, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they, uh, they, it's funny because, like, he doesn't even, he's so, he's so arrogant that, like, when he meets him in front of the courthouse, like, this guy is, like, happy because he knows he, he, whatever, he's, he knows that he's going to come back. I don't know how he knows. Maybe it's all the, the, the Pentagon. It's that Richard Ramirez
1: thing. Like, I remember as a kid, that was, that was stuck in my head, just imprinted in my head that when they were taking him to, jail finally after sentencing richard ramirez said looked in the camera and said i'll see you at disneyland yeah and i remember for a kid oh I watched, god it's, ugh. i watched
0: that i watched that netflix documentary about him. i couldn't do it i couldn't it was, do it well see i'm not i'm not from LA, the la area like you like so that's way mm-hmm. like scarier for you guys like so it's never like it was never i'd heard you know the night stalker and blah 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 but yeah that uh That documentary, man. You know what's crazy, dude?
1: I I grew up uh, in my hometown's Visalia, California, and we had this kind of like urban... Not urban legend, because it was real, called the Visalia Ransacker. It was a dude Uh that... It was before I was born, but, like, everyone talked about it, But you know, my whole childhood. This dude that would go into people's houses and steal stuff and leave, like, really scary messages on their phones and eventually started killing people. Well, he left. Jeez. He eventually left our city and went up to the Bay Area and became the original uh-huh. night soccer, the Golden State Killer. Uh-huh. You know, the one that just basically got solved last year, the Golden State Killer? That He, origi- he was a cop? Yeah, he originated... Uh, the, yeah, the Golden State Killer, Patton Oswald's wife that passed away is the one that broke the case, I think, last year. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. that dude originally started in my hometown as the Visalia Ransacker. Like, it's terrifying. Uh, but, like, dude, yeah. what's, it's that arrogance that uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, his character's name's Russell, uh, and so they call him Russ, I, I think <laughs> – uh, which Lou Diamond Phillips has a Russell, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. he's so arrogant the whole movie that, like, anyone that's trying to help him any in you know, the psychic that he eventually comes into contact with, she tries to help him the yeah. whole time and he's kind of a piece of shit to her. Dude, he does
0: – this motherfucker, like, in a modern cop movie would have been taken off. Like, they, he keeps doing stupid shit and they just fuck – they, like, they – bust his balls a little bit, but they don't, like, ever... Like, they're like, hey, you kidnapped this lady after breaking into her house. Guess what? You just... you Don't do... Lawsuits are coming for you, but don't do that. And they don't They don't take his badge, don't take his gun. Like, he kills another cop later on because he was taken over by this dude. Don't, don't do any... Okay, you're good. You're
1: good. <laughs> I've always wanted people to make a movie where, like, those renegade cops from the 80s, like, immediately yeah. get, like like, justice, like, they immediately get arrested for, like, like <laughs> after the opening scene in Cobra by Sylvester Stallone, if they were like, uh, that's extremely excessive force, you're under arrest in credits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, kind of, like, I mean, th- kind of what Demolition Man was, yeah. right? Like, Demolition Man kind of did that, but, like, not to any extent. Then what made me laugh about that, like, that movie, which is still entertaining as fuck, but it's so 90s, like, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes kills a bunch of people on a bus, and then like b- uh, the building blows up, and they're like, "You killed all these people, Sylvester Stallone." And he's like, "No, I didn't, and he didn't." And like, wouldn't you been able to figure that out if you if you have the fucking technology to freeze someone for fifty? Right. Plus years? That and like uh. <laughs> really side
1: note on Demolition Man, real quick. When that movie came out, I was in junior high, and Taco Bell had a yeah. promotion because in the original cut of the movie. Every restaurant was Taco Bell in the future, and yeah. in the recent That's in the a- recent releases, I don't know if they if the licensing went out, but now it, I think it's Pizza Hut and everyone. It's weird.
0: I haven't seen I haven't seen those. Cuts oh, they're it. awful. Yeah, like the only one I, but yeah. when I was a in a t- when I
1: was in uh, junior high, Demolition Man came out, and there was a promotion that if you bought a burrito supreme, they'd give you a Demolition Man poster. And dude, oh, I bought that's... a burrito supreme every day for fucking two weeks. My dad walked in my room at some point and go, "Why do you have fourteen <laughs> demolition posters?" <laughs> <remos laughs> I didn't even think the movie was that great. I just thought it would be like a really good Long Kong gag for my dad.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it so much! Like, what? It, it's like those, uh, you know, like those alleys and shit where they have like, you know, like someone obviously got paid to like hang posters mm-hmm. up for like a. Concert or something, and there's like seventeen copies mm-hmm. of it like s- like stapled next to each
1: other, yeah
0: <laughs> I love it, oh uh, man, okay, so yeah, so this guy goes in uh the 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 pentagram killer and gets ex- gas executed they uh give him the gas chamber um and this is one of those like it 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 this movie loves its fake outs, it really oh, does yeah. like it uh they they gas him and then like he wakes he like wakes up and did you notice this i don't know if you notice this they definitely like uh buckled this guy in with like seat belts from a car into the gas chamber there's so many seat belts <laughs> it's seat belts for the fucking gas chamber i swear to god uh uh and uh he comes out and like busts through the window like barehanded this mother is like fucking the hulk and lou diamond phillips shoots him like 87 times and he doesn't stop him and he goes oh no and then it wakes up it was a fake dream so he just got executed (laughs) yo there there
1: are so many like you said fake outs like there's so many dreams in this movie where it leads you i mean even at the end it's left to like a fake out that you don't know if it's gonna come true like this whole movie yeah this whole movie is like (laughs) it i feel like the The dude that wrote it, which is also the same dude that directed it, I feel like he wanted to make about five different movies in his career, yeah. and he didn't think he would be able to make it, all of them, so he made all of them into one movie.
0: That's yeah, what this movie feels
1: like. It's it skips yeah. genre so much, but it, like it's yeah. such a blast, though. Like I think people listening yeah. to this, if they didn't weren't familiar with the movie, they would almost think that we're talking trash, but we're not. Like the absurdity <laughs> no, but- of it is so much fun
0: yeah it's fun man it, there are so many
1: bonker shots in this movie
0: like the 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 when he when he goes into the church and the priest jumps over him and they basically like they put the camera on the ground facing up and like put the the uh the actor on wires and so it looks like he jumps like 30 in the- <laughs> it's so, it remind it gave me such like face-off vibes when uh nicholas cage was dressed up as the priest yeah. in the beginning of the movie it kind of like the crazy guy in a priest was, oh my god do you know they're making face off face off too by the way yeah adam wingard still... right <laughs> yeah
1: dude like what i i don't uh... know see i know that the, that he wants to do a sequel instead of a remake which is interesting but how would a sequel work like I'm, I'm yeah, curious. You know, I want to see yeah. if they could get Max Bemis from Say Anything to be in this one too, because yeah. you know that he's he's one of the choir kids singing in the first one, right?
0: Oh, is he? No, I didn't know that, dude. That's hysterical. But uh, I, lo- I love I love Face Off. Oh, it's dude, me too, movie. man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so uh, yeah, but basically, uh, after after this guy gets executed, they uh, Lou Diamond Phillips wakes up and he's like all like like he's all pissed off at his cat for some reason i don't know (laughs) (laughs) he wakes up and he walks into this like uh one of these side rooms he has over by his door he has such a bachelor pad man this is like the the most bachelor pad bachelor pad i've ever seen um and he he walks into this like side room by his front door and it's like covered in blood like pentagram looking stuff like and his door, someone starts knocking on his door and uh It's these two cops. He's like, you got to get a forensic team. I got a bloodbath in here. And he walks in and there's nothing there. And it's like, they're like, what is wrong with this motherfucker? Like, this guy has had, like, by the end of this movie is like, has had done and said enough things that you're like, he should have been like committed to a fucking asylum. Well, I mean,
1: after the movie's over, there's no way that Russ had a career. Do you know what I mean? I've always wondered that. Even as like a kid, I always wondered like these batshit insane supernatural movies. When they're done, the cops probably arrested him for all the murders that the satanic killer probably did. You know, like it. He's probably in a psychiatric hospital at this point.
0: Well, I mean, it. He ends up like at the very end, like stabbing a a nun to death. (laughs) It's like like why'd you do that? Uh, She was possessed by Satan. She was possessed by yeah the 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 first power, <laughs> which is funny because
1: yeah like they they eventually uh, reveal that there's three powers I guess and that this movie yeah. that Jesus all Jesus had all three powers so it's like this good yeah. versus evil and like oh my god uh,
0: the, the the way how she says it though is amazing because she doesn't say Jesus she's like the weapon is. Th- the only person who's ever had all three powers and then she hands him the crucifix (laughs) (laughs) that you pull off the end and it's a fucking
1: dude it is the most (laughs) melodramatic like satanic police procedural Uh, with homeless people doing karate ever uh, made
0: yeah and so so the these cops get him because there's another cop got murdered and um It's like the exact same, like, you know, like M.O. of the uh, the pentagram killer, (laughs) the pentagram on her chest and everything. They uh, they uh, go back to the police station and they found this dude who they said is the killer who is the most. This is like this motherfucker should have been in every drug PSA (laughs) ever made this time because he's like he looks like he should be doing a going. And there's your sign, like some kind of redneck blue collar comedy kind of thing but he's like just sitting there and he's got this thousand yard stare and it's perfect for how everything this is uh and he's even got blood all over himself um and they with the transition into like they're okay we got him and but this is when the uh they the the psychic shows up at the police station right and she's like this is where she kind of goes after uh, after old Russell. Russell Russell Logan is the whitest white guy uh, name of all time, like you're saying. That's why the, the Blue Diamond Phillips being named Russell Logan is just hysterical. But um, Well, even they, uh, Michael G.
1: Williamson from Forrest Gump, his character Oliver Franklin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's such white guy names. It's like Oliver Franklin. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Um and this is where, like, yeah, the 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 psychic's like, I helped I helped the cops in Missouri salt, find a missing child, and Lou Diamond Phillips is like, "This isn't a missing child. This is a murder." <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like the, they're like taking these fucking lines that are hammy as fuck and acting like they're like, "This is so serious. This is like." <laughs> I love it so much. Um and the at some point in here that they go in uh Lou Diamond and uh and uh Oliver Franklin uh the guy's real name is M- Mike Michael T Williams. Mike. But uh, yeah, or you, you look at this guy's yeah. name is so, it's M Y K E L T I is how his name spelled. It's not something you look at and it's not a, a, a name you see every day either. Um but he's Oliver. Uh, yeah, they go and break into the the psychic's house, and this is where Lou Diamond's like seeing more, having more hallucinations, um like her her voice machine's going, and like he hears uh, the the Panagram Killer on it with an address, um, and then the psychic comes home, and she's got this is like the kind of house that would shoot like pornos in at this time, mm-hmm. like it's like. Got this like like big glass windows overlooking the hill, and you just see the whole city of L.A. And this is this is in a fucking multi million dollar house in nineteen ninety, let alone now. Mm. Um, Jesus Christ, I don't know how she makes that much money, but the fucking place is gorgeous. Dude, she being Uh, a
1: psychic, she probably is like the like mafia bookies, like you know. (laughs) That's probably why she has a bomb ass like mansion, little place.
0: Yeah. Well, she's – because well, they make it so, like, she's really, like, like kind of does know the future, which is weird. Like, so, like, maybe she's, like, gambling or something. Right. Like you know, she's, like, yeah, I got it all on the, the New York Giants to win by three. Or, she went to the future
1: like and got, like, the, the almanac.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I love it. I love it so much.
0: Ugh. So yeah, so then this is so Lou Diamond Phillips now has his uh his Russell Logan has broken into this woman's house and he jokes that his uh, Oliver's like hey uh we we should really have a warrant and he's like we'll say we had a psychic hunch and I'm like oh my god <laughs> and they like they don't find anything they just hear the voicemail stuff now Lou Diamond decides to kidnap this woman mm-hmm. no arresting or whatever just takes her with him they go to this spot that he heard on the the radio and this is one of the most insane scenes i've ever seen in a movie where a guy driving a horse uh a horse and buggy uh runs over his partner r.i.p detective oliver franklin and stomps him a bunch of times and then continues to go off on his horse and lou damon phillips with the girl he kidnapped goes after him in a car and almost gets killed like 18 times Goes chases they they stop where this horse is, chases this guy up to the roof. The motherfucker just like jumps off like ten stories, and it's just like he he he, and wanders Dude, out like waves. That at, uh,
1: shot to this day blows me away when they jump off the roof yeah. because it looks so effortless. They just jump off and they just yeah. run. They hit the ground running.
0: Yep. Yep. And it reminds me of, like, I like, mm-hmm. I was, like, talking about Ichi the Killer, watching Ichi the Killer recently, where the very end where the, the main character dies, like, it kind of reminded me of that shot, because it's, like, that's kind of, like, what it, I don't know, that's what it reminded me of, I don't know. That, and really quickly,
1: yeah. the scene where his partner gets stomped down, the way the music plays into, like, the tension is so good, and what's yeah. crazy is, this, like, movie was scored by Stuart Copeland, the drummer for the fucking police, Like, how nuts is that? I know he's done a lot of movies, but it's just such an interesting thing that, like, he would score the first power of all movies.
0: It's funny, man, because, like, you think about it nowadays, like, musicians have, like, who do start going to scores, like, I mean, you have Trent Reznor, who he was arguably the best, like movie score the last 20 years right like it's
1: like winning oscars left and right it's nuts
0: yeah i mean yeah and the guy who like most people who go to like do those reviews for or do those you know nominations and shit wouldn't know a nine inch nails song if it bit them in the dick i feel like like that's the next
1: progression for so many people you know trent reznor like doing scoring fucking soul of all movies and win an oscar charlie clauser who used to be the keyboardist for Nine Inch Nails, is the main dude that did all the music for the Saw movies. You know, like, it's nuts, yeah. man. It's it's crazy how, yeah. like, a lot of people transition to film work. But yeah, like, the, yeah. the score I, to this movie, I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good, man. Like, it's it all works together. Like, it's... It, all the stuff we're saying is um, being, like... I will say, there... Like, nothing is bad in this movie. There's stuff that's goofy... But it's like, it it's a fun all of it even, that might even some people will probably call bad is still fun right? Oh,
1: Which dude, is totally.
0: With a goofy movie like this, um, so yeah, so the other the black guy he goes back down after the guy jumps off the roof is that black guy's done a lot of stuff and this is his, or I don't know I can't think of the guy's name like he's just like this guy who's been in a lot of movies, um. They're like him and his other this guy are just standing there, and they're like, "What do you talk about? No one jumped off here, and while Lou Diamond is like just waving his gun around, like he does the whole the
1: oh, whole movie, <laughs> his gun is in the air while he's running. <laughs> like there are it's so many bullets, there's so many bullets that probably fell from the sky that he shot into the sky that yeah. fell and probably killed a kid. <laughs> who yeah. didn't we'll do- have any of the three powers?
0: <laughs> yeah, D- I mean he shoots the gun up in the air at one point during this right like he like when uh at some point he does i think i don't know man this movie's bonkers
1: did you catch bill mosley yes the bartender bill mosley was
0: yeah he was the bartender (coughs) he's like he's like i'm not i'm like that's bill mosley because i'm like he's he's this is after like this is after texas Mm Two and like he'd done some other stuff i mean he wasn't but I don't think I, I feel like most non-horror people don't still don't know Bill Mosley from a hole in the wall, but like he chop top is still one of those iconic fucking characters, man. And I, it, it's, it's zombies. Love of him has like brought him yeah. a lot more attention, but like the, the, all the music videos Ice Nine kills did for their new album, um, have this reoccurring thing that Spencer murdered his fiance with a, like in one of them. And like, the cop investigating it like after all the you know music videos is bill mosley and it's just like i love this dude man he just seems like he's like one of those actors who does stuff who he thinks he thinks is gonna be fun right like he's like oh this is gonna be a blast i'm gonna do that this. and his oh.
1: music is so fucking wacky like it, it's yeah. like carnival music he doesn't even yeah. pretend to want to know how to sing It's just like weird poetry that sounds like chop top is reciting it over music. Like (laughs) dude, if, if no one has heard it, YouTube or better at pay. So bill gets money. Spider mountain. That project is so fucking weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I've listened to it. You gotta, I'll, you gotta remind me later and I'm going to check some of it out. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, uh, this is like, like when, uh, Lou diamond Phillips comes back down. Like all the cops are there and like, they're like, yeah, we're going to sue you. Like the, the, how did she call a lawyer? I'm not sure because this is 1990. And so not most people didn't have cell phones yet, but, uh, they, uh, she went off. They just like seemed like they needed a reason to like get rid of her for a little bit. Um, she goes off and this is where, uh, you get more, you get more flashes like, uh, of the future from her where she sees Lou Diamond get a fucking axe in his forehead. This movie, man, is also like for it they don't spend a lot on like gore and like like you know, it's just like it's all practical and mostly not even that in depth of practical, right? Like there's like you mostly it seems like they just rubbed Pentagrams and and some like blood on on dead people. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You know, it's also like really quickly.
1: I I can't remember if if we said that for any listeners. Basically, when he was executed, he is reborn with this power to jump from body to body because he just because he worships Satan. (laughs) That's it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They don't, yeah. They don't explain any of it. Like that's why I was saying with the mythos, it very feels like they threw in some lines in a couple of places, like to like kind of justify what was happening. And it's not like I feel like you go like this movie comparatively is it's very much like the sho- Shockers that are like uh, the the closest comparison because that came out a couple years before this, right? I think it came out the um, year but before, the, yeah, yeah. Or falling down is the the newer version, fallen, of fallen, right? Um or fallen yeah, yeah i that movie will always be time yeah is on my side because they that fucking trailer is dude like,
1: i was such I a hated that movie when it was initially released not because it was a bad yeah. movie but just because yeah. like i was so pissed because i was like uh you know well why didn't we just get a first power two why didn't we just get the first power yeah. two like that's <laughs> basically what this is yeah
0: i mean yeah it's the, all those it's funny man there's like seven plots right in like so like a a, a, tie, or a body jumping serial killer is i i just think that like the, the uh the west craven went he went more bonkers with he it, went with more whole, camp like, you know this
1: movie yeah. uh, the, the best way i could describe this movie It is an episode of Law and Order if there was a satanic (laughs) body-switching serial killer in it. That's what it feels like. It feels like Law and Order with Satan in it.
0: Okay. Speaking of, and we have to talk about the, we're about to be at the best scene in the whole movie. Um, So, yeah. So the psychic sees, like, Lou getting killed and calls down a cab and somehow finds this, like, this shitty hotel that people like there's a bunch of homeless people like sitting in the lobby or the one, that guy looks crazy as fuck. I love the look this guy is giving when he's sitting in the lobby. Um, and basically, uh, the, the killer has jumped into some random guy's body. No, it's not even the random He's in the fucking cop's body, right? Yeah. Or is he not? yet? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, He's, I think he's in the cop's body, but he, uh, he comes out and almost hits, uh, Lou Lou with a, uh, axe like he does like the most neo thing ever where he like bends his head backwards to avoid it because he's all yeah he's called. only
1: saved because the psychic had a vision of him getting axed in the forehead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's and, it
0: <laughs> yep so she comes and then there's this weird like they don't explain anything in this movie they're just like you're you're following we're gonna just shit's gonna happen just enjoy the ride she pulls out a fucking uh well, like just a pen, not a pentagram uh, i guess it is a pentagram like but uh it's she holds it up right side up to him like on this like t- in her hand for some reason doesn't say why at any point i don't think um and then her and lou run off this motherfucker takes the ceiling fan out of the wall and with the power of the and devil runs after her with him and it goes like a million miles an hour with no power. <laughs> dude,
1: that's the devil for you, man. He works in mysterious ways.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. And then I was I was texting you the first time I'm seeing this. I'm like, dude, now I just want to watch uh, Dead Alive. Right? Because of the, the lawnmowers. The, the lawnmowers. Yeah. And, no,
1: dude, yeah. as a kid. Dude, it, like I said, I was nine years old when I saw this shit. And any yeah. nine-year-old that will see a bad guy with a fucking ceiling fan we like walking towards someone and it spins like that is imagery yeah. that any nine-year-old would fucking go crazy for
0: Dude, i gotta i gotta see if i could find you a video of it uh, there's a streamer uh who, his his stream is called sour kool-aid show but he's a buddy with uh with a friend of mine who lives up north of me and these two grew up in Montana, like, as friends. This uh, this guy, his name's DP, Dan Paul. Uh, when he was a kid, he wrote a bunch of stories that are basically, like, they're like Jason Voorhees, kind of. Like, you would seen, like, this guy is, I think, a couple years older than you. And he wrote all these stories, but as a nine-year-old, between being a nine and 11. And the they took they found all his stories because his mom kept them and he started reading them on his, his thing on his show. He paid, he got, he got Andrew WK to read one nice. of those stories. And, and they, uh, last year they turned it into a Kickstarter and, uh, it's, uh, so it's like the, the full blown comic. Now I have a copy of it. And it is, it's so funny because the shit, like, it just reminded, like, talking about all the stuff as kids. But, like, th- like, just an example of how insane it is. The, he didn't know how to spell chief of police, so he spelled chef of police. So the <laughs> chief of police has a chef, chef hat. hat in the <laughs> <laughs> It's so that funny. Is it's great. just the insanity. Yeah, I got I to gotta sh- find a, a, a one of these videos to show you. Um, But, yeah, so, uh, that just goes after him with a fan, and what my favorite part about that is, they go th- they go go into the last hallway in the like, and this is like a halfway house or like a motel by the hour or something. Like where homeless people are hanging out, and they fucking break into this homeless dude's room, shove him against the fucking door, and then <laughs> fucking go. Up. Also, another th- there's another trend with this movie. Every time they get into a fight, and all three of them are in there, like. Lou and the psychic both like one will go over the edge hang off for a little bit mm-hmm. and then the other one goes over the edge and hangs it yeah. and it happens like two or three times <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh the, yeah this is and they go up to the roof and uh like the the psychic knocks uh the killer off the pentagram killer and it ends up being the cop that had t- the, Lou got kicked off the case after the hijacking a girl and doing everything <coughs> like that earlier and then like the his like boss is like oh, okay you're you could do it again whatever never took his gun like i said yep. never took his badge never did any of that shit <laughs> you know what's funny do you ever watch a uh, brooklyn Nine? yeah yeah every once um, so. it, the, the, the there's an episode where uh jake loses his badge and he's like here i'm gonna give you my badge and my gun and he's like no the the the, the black guy from uh the mist is like the captain in the show and he's like he's like no, you're going to have to take that to uh the second floor and it's like all procedurally like mm-hmm. <laughs> way more accurate than like you know every cop <laughs> movie ever. It just makes me laugh cuz that he's my favorite character in that show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and so they are <laughs> this is where they go I forget they at some point now they go like the psychic has heard of this this nun that we saw at the beginning of the movie and she really doesn't say much, right? She's just like that can't talk about whatever is basically all she says. Uh, uh, it, she might say the first, that, and it
1: gets really weird after that because almost immediately yeah. after that they visit the serial killer's childhood home, yeah, and the the psychic kind of uh, by touching the serial killer's childhood things suddenly like the child version of the serial killer talks through her and it's really creepy and kind of unsettling. and makes you feel dirty because the psychic is trying to talk like a little boy going like, make him stop mommy and all this stuff. And it's just like, this is fucking gross. Like, can we like skip this scene?
0: Well, and, and it's in this fucking bedroom that is like psychotic. It's like the most like, like, like overly, you know, kid kid room that you'll yeah. ever see, right? And you figure out that the they like, oh, he never knew his father, and you go. Like after that whole thing happens, they she figures out or Lou figures out that his grandfather raped his mother and was his father and his grandfather, and you're just like, uh, no wonder he like worships the, the devil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. You're like. Why is this guy fucked up? Well, he had a, his opening hand was a two, four offsuit. It was like, he got fucked from the very beginning in this thing. Um, yeah. Uh, it, the, 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 there's other things in here that are just bonkers enough. Like the, the, they go to, at one point Lou goes to the, to the church, and the, this is where we talk about the the priest jumps over him, and, the, and it looks like he jumps twenty feet over him, and then he's like jumping through fucking stained glass windows, feet first, like a fucking baller. Um, <laughs> so there's so many memorable scenes, and like it all comes like, like down to like they, uh, dude. The, another scene that I really love the uh, when the uh, the killer jumps on their car. And they're just plowing through everything. Oh, because the killer, I don't, we I didn't mention it. The killer has this like really weird mask. Yeah. That kind of looks like it kind of looks like one of like the presidential masks, but not a president kind of thing. Like early on, he like when he's gonna kill the cop before they catch him, like he puts it on her for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's I forget so about weird. that. It's
1: like it's uh, it's such a weird. I feel like Whoever wrote, or the director wrote it, but I feel like whoever wrote it had no idea, like, like factual stuff about Satanism or anything like that. Yeah. So he he threw yeah. in, like, random things like, ooh, the Satanic killer wearing a mask puts it on the victim for half a second. And it's, it's just, like, <laughs> it's nonsensical shit. And there's, like, I looked up on yeah. Wikipedia some reviews, and one of the writers, uh-huh. when it first came out, said, this is funny— that Lou Diamond Phillips doesn't seem comfortable here, but hes certainly he's not bad, and that even though it has impressive special effects, the whole thing is seriously stupid. Like, but yeah. the thing is, like that's part of its charm. Like it's so yeah. absurd and bonkers and kind of to yeah. be completely honest, it is a stupid fucking movie. Yeah, but it is such it a embraced- blast. It embraces it, which is like
0: the thing where you're like, we could sit here and laugh about this, but you're not, it, you're not hating it because it's not like it, like I talked about the the mummy, like the first two thirds of that movie is stupid, but it's like embracing the stupidity and doing it. Like this movie is completely like, it doesn't like the mythos literally feels like they're just writing it as oh, like, dude, as they're totally. going on, which is, and it's such yeah, a good example
1: which, of its time. Like this, yeah. like in the late eighties. I mean, you'd get the most bonkers, late 80s, early 90s, you get the most bonkers police movies. You know, those, the whole Relentless series that, like, you know, the first one was theatrical, the second, third, and whatever is straight to video. Like, the first power went to theaters, but it feels like a movie that you would see on the horror shelves at, like, a video store and be like, well, that looks interesting. It has that straight to video kind of horror action vibe that made movies from that era so much fun.
0: The cover is terrible. Like the cover of the like, where's the zoomed in face of the killer with like outlined blue Lou Diamond Phillips. Dude. And it goes, Satan Satan has created the perfect killer. One who cannot be stopped.
1: Be Right? <laughs> Dude, I used to have that
0: fucking poster
1: as a kid. <laughs> no, what's funny is on the, on the DVD and the Blu-ray, I don't know about the DVD, but the Blu-ray, there's an interview with Lou Diamond Phillips, like a recent one. And he said that that at that point of his career, if I remember correctly, it it could be from another interview, but he said at this point of his career, he was kind of up his own ass and he was so pissed off that the killer's big face took up most of the poster that he insisted that he was on the poster. So that's why there's an alternate poster where all it is, there's a different poster for a different DVD and another poster they use. It's just Lou Diamond Phillips against a wall holding a gun up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw that with the brick wall yeah yeah yeah. it's yeah i see it it's just it's him just the first power with one of the victims in the pentagrams also the the (laughs) pentagrams light up on fire for some reason Mm -hmm. i i don't know that no so yeah so the um the 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 grandma who knew that her grand her her husband had raped their daughter and protected him kicks him out um they they go off into the sewers and it's like where like it was the killers like like habitat i think she says it was the only place he ever felt safe um setting up the ultimate like climax in the sewers mm-hmm. right um and this they go back to Lou Diamond's place and this is where the movie gets f- gets completely off the wall bonkers cuz this the the backflip you talked about happened one other time during the movie the uh, backflip uh uh the priest backflipped when uh-huh. he was uh he was possessing the priest but uh they go back to Lou's, uh apartment and uh there's a homeless lady they call her a bag lady, sleeping in front of his building, and he just puts money in her hand, which is kind of is kind of a a, a nice little touch. Where he, he's like, they're like they're like trying to redeem him. Like he's like he's an asshole. This whole thing, doing you know doing whatever it takes to you know get the man, but like he cares, you know. And uh, it, they go up to his place, and his place is a disaster. And he's like, uh, it wasn't it wasn't the uh, maid's day off. Today. <laughs> <laughs> it's- it's so like oh my god this is like the first thing the writer came
1: up. <laughs> Jesus. He probably thought he was so, so fucking witty for writing that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking the uh the priest or the the priest. The fucking homeless lady starts like pulling like a exorcist thing and is like floating outside the, it's like Lost Boys yeah. almost, right? And and it's floating outside, outside the window. Yeah. Yeah, she hams it up so good, man. She's this this actress was like, "I'm a homeless vagabond being possessed by a satanic serial killer." And I'm going to have a fucking blast with it cuz like she busts through the window after scaring the shit out of the psychic and uh it proceeds to kick the living shit out of Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts that Lou does in this whole movie is the his face when she's kicking the shit out of him like I'm getting my ass kicked by a crackhead. Kind of
1: look. When she kicks him in the balls, there's a look on his face that oh my god, like you could almost feel like they really did kick. Yeah.
0: Oh, and it's so, and it, it, she just beats the shit out of him. And there's the car chase, and this is this I always makes me laugh because they're they're all three of them are in this car, and like she's on top of two of them like the homeless satanic killer and Lou is still driving (laughs) this car at like 45 miles an hour into traffic swerving she's like licking and biting and it's like oh my god it's so hokey but this woman is having so much fun doing it and so they uh yeah so they uh, eventually they hit a car they hit a car on the side of the highway going about three miles an hour and then project like they're like shot out of a cannon it's the most like oh this is a hollywood sun we got to do the the you hit a ramp and flip this car flips like 18 times in the mm-hmm. air and they were probably going 45 miles an hour there's no physically this is impossible but the car flips and then like lou gets out and he's the only one there um and he goes to the uh this he goes back to the nun and he's like I don't care what the church told you I need people out there dying and uh, she uh, this is where she, you get the whole like the the speech we've been referring to about the first power and the third power and the only person who ever had all three powers was Jesus
1: um, <laughs> yeah it's always <laughs> Jesus man
0: it always traces
1: back to that fool
0: <laughs> man he was, he was the original metal man he had the long hair the beard right. and he just like
1: I can see Jesus playing always... bass in like Mastodon or something
0: yeah, oh yeah definitely
1: <laughs> maybe cold chamber in his teenage years <laughs> i could,
0: like like i could definitely see andy from uh every time i die hanging out with him dude right the but i mean the the blade he, or the, the, was butcher, he the butcher the was, butcher he's, yeah yeah he's a, yeah, speaking butcher, of man. listeners uh, if you
1: have not heard the new every time i die album it's kind of the best album they've ever fucking done so listen to it
0: dude i need to listen to more of their stuff i like you maybe need to point me because every time i've gone to their stuff i've been like this is cool but it's so weird that it's like dude i'll make you a playlist that's my favorite favorite
1: favorite fucking bad yeah i know well
0: i dude i've been following andy on fucking twitter for years and years and years because he uh he before he even started training wrestling he was on this wrestling podcast uh with uh as odd audrey stetterson or something Hmm. like that who's who's been doing like he's been doing independent comics the last few years but he used to wrest like do this wrestling podcast and he was on there all the time um and so yeah uh so yeah so i've been into them for a while but just not really knowing where to listen to you know um so yeah so he, the the nun basically goes and gives him this this crucifix that has this blade inside that somehow because it's jesus he could stop this killer um how do they end up in the sewers then how it do they is, figure out,
1: does he go b- basically it was his it was his happy place it's like an underwater yeah. like a tr- water treatment place or plant or something yeah. and he, he, yeah he worked at-
0: he worked at the water treatment that that is before he it's kind killed, of like they, they James McAvoy's
1: somebody. hideout in uh in uh fuck, the not not the newest one, not glass. Not glass, uh, the other oh uh uh fuck, why am I drawing a yes. blank? But the one where James McAvoy in the multiple characters, not glass, the one right before it split. Split. Yeah, so it's like, like that, Split yeah. where James McAvoy's character, kind of like his happy place is like underground at the zoo. It's kind of like that, but with yeah. a water plant here in the first yeah. power. And he takes yeah. the psychic there, who really quickly is interesting because she's a crazy famous sushi chef now that plays a psychic. And she's Melanie Griffith, her sister, and Dakota Johnson from like Fifty Shades of Grey stuff, her aunt. But yeah, he, he kidnaps her, takes her to the water place, and – it's such an I love the ending of like at the water treatment plant. It's really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah dude, the it has like Batman vibes. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a, such a like, oh we gotta do the Batman scene. Like cause they do the more they fall off of things. Um and then like the uh the the killer falls into a bed of acid. And then <laughs> I don't know where this came from either. He f Ludine Phillips drops his he like does his zippo and drops it in there and it like explodes. I'm <laughs> like as- Does acid explode, <laughs> dude? I don't know. <laughs> and and then and then, dude. My I think my favorite part of about all that before that happened, they uh, they do a scene where like he's stuck in like in the middle of the hallway, and they do the, the alarm sound from like your iPhone, or, like where you don't want to wake up mm-hmm. and, because water is coming down the tunnels, and it's so you can see the superimposed uh, stunt double there yeah. like were they i think it, they had they'd probably poured water down on them but not like what was in the movie um and then they all like they all get shot out of this tunnel like a like it's a water slide or something like you know what i and mean and then you get like uh. what's funny
1: is like and it's one of my favorite parts in the movie you get like basically the end of the omen you know because like new yeah. diamond phillips has that fucking crucifix, dag- crucifix dagger and he's about to stab the nun and put the into it and he stabs, but as soon as he stabs her, a random cop shows up and shoots him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, they showed up they showed up when he had the knife out it, like two cop like from the acid like explosion bomb. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Don't do it and he stabs her and then like the it kinda reminds me of like, you know, when uh kind of like you're killing vampires but pg-13 kind of like you know there's no blood like they're just like probably what they're gonna have to do when marvel makes a blade movie here um coming up um but yeah and then this is where you you refer to it later like they shoot him a couple times and then the last scene is uh the psychic sitting over lou diamonds phillips uh like body in the hospital or he's like in a coma or something and you hear the Catch you later, uh, buddy boy, or whatever. What's the line? Is it? Uh, yeah, it's is it something like that. Catch you later, that. buddy boy. Yeah, and so you don't know if like it's a dream or if like he's somehow transferred into Lou Diamond Phillips there at the end, which it doesn't seem like he should have been able to because of the 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 light with the D- Jesus dagger. But who fucking knows? I feel like who they either wanted
1: to leave it open for a sequel which never yeah. got made or they just yep. wanted that last like little zinger, kind of like a Friday the 13th or a Carrie moment where, you know, there's a little, yeah. little, like little stinger right at the end.
0: Yeah. And that very much what it feels like, because it's uh that's the type of thing where you're like, Oh yeah, this will set up
1: for the sequel. And you're just like, no, no, no. no. What's <laughs> crazy is like this movie, this movie doubled its budget. It did. Okay. Like, you know, it made money, but yeah. like, I feel like, the reviews for the movie were so brutal. Like, none of the... Yeah. But then again, like, if you really think about it, when has horror ever gotten good reviews, unless it's the kind of movies that insist on not calling themselves horror? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Silence of the Lambs, or movies like that. the Media darling horror yeah. films. Those are the ones that get great I, reviews.
0: I think, I mean, like dude it's like been the last five years where that kind of stuff has been more in a24 has been a lot of that like with the witch and and and, uh and then jordan peele jordan peele obviously has a lot of i think of uh of like saying that and it it makes me laugh because I, i i i always look at uh the the critic uh audience you know differences in movies and i think uh i think uh uh what do you call them uh God, I'm having a brain fart from uh wow, my brain is just gone. From Hush, Mike Flanagan yeah, yeah. was tweeting. I think it was Mike to- Flanagan was tweeting about the uh Halloween kills because of the, the difference between the critics mm-hmm. and the, the number the one movie in America
1: making so much money, but the critics despise yeah. it.
0: But it's funny because I, it, I, it made me laugh because Josh and I talked about the stylist, and the stylist was one of the weird, biggest gaps I've ever seen, and it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. The critics were like in the nineties, and the the audiences were in the thirties. Crazy! I love that one because, yeah, it's I dude, I always go, what would happen if you made Michael from The Office a serial killer? Yeah, oh, that's the stylist. Mm-hmm. That's what. It is. <laughs>
1: that's great.
0: Yeah, so it, it just it's it's been these last couple of years like where these. Like I, I think Jordan Peele's like the 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 first one you point at because of the social issues he's also pointing out in his films. Um, that like I think critics have been less, I mean less like like okay we give this one credit. I mean like you your love of Hereditary and what Hereditary means as a movie that was up there too. Like that that movie means so much for like what core uh, is an
1: art. But that, it's it, it's the films that. That uh, gets that dreaded Elevated horror label That are the ones that yeah. the critics tend to love You know And yeah. and it's that label And I wrote an article for Blumhouse Back when I wrote for Blumhouse.com regularly uh, In two thousand, yeah. I think 15 or 2016 I wrote an article about this This kind of movement that was going on Or I was asking the question Is this something real Or is this just another label called Death Wave And I wrote a kind of yeah. two article Kind of question about like – the first article was talking to a whole bunch of directors and, and actors about this term death wave, which is kind of like elevated horror. Is this a, really a thing yeah. or is this bullshit? The second article yeah. – it was supposed to be one big article asking people like, is this just another term that's kind of dangerous for horror? Or what is this? The problem is my editors at Blumhouse.com split them into two pieces. So the first one seemed pro and the second one seemed against. After oh. the first one came out, I was the most hated motherfucker on the internet for a week because they thought I was trying to push yeah. elevated horror. Like to the point yeah. where Ty West said – he shared my article and said this this guy's – stuff like this is the reason I don't want to make horror anymore. Elijah Wood talked shit. Like for a solid week about like five or six years ago, people hated my guts. And, dude, I get it. Yeah. I get it because horror is able to tell great stories – without this yeah. kind of like snooty nose in the air elevated horror thing and i feel yeah. like yeah movies like halloween kills or movies like the first power or movies that are just horror films especially not so much halloween kills but the first power it's a movie that's just supposed to be fun it's just supposed to be yeah. entertaining i think a lot of critics don't get that 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 means something to people you know
0: yeah dude I, in in after all we've talked uh over the last couple months dude you are the least like pretentious person in the world with that kind of shit and it's like you you have liked plenty of movies you know that <laughs> there's a general that aren't fucking good oh, right in mean, this movie like you talk about it like and i had a blast with it too and it's one of the reasons i love talking with you so much it's like because you just in- sit there and just enjoy the ride like it, and Man, this is the kind of stuff as long as it like I say if as long as it's not boring, I could have fun with almost anything. And that's it's this is the kind of stuff where I'm just like, man, this is a blast. And it, I don't care if the critics didn't like it. And it doesn't always make sense. And there are even like there are even times <coughs> in this movie where we're like, this movie kind of seems like they thought about putting it out on direct like a TV
1: movie. Doesn't it feel that because way? The lack of yeah.
0: blood. Yeah, the lack of blood was a lot like in special effects and stuff like that, it's like... The most blood you get but, is when like,
1: he sees that uh, guest room in his house and it's, like, splattered with blood. You know, like you said earlier, yeah. and then they, the cops show up and it's, like, all clean again. That's the most blood in the entire yeah. movie. Yeah,
0: it's rated R, and I'm just like... The, dude, the the most R-rated thing in, the, in this whole movie is when at the beginning when they're doing the stakeout and the cop's sitting there with a blow-up doll as his, like, girlfriend in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, what... Why? And then the best part about it is the fucking nipple of the fucking blow up dolls just hanging out. Yep. Like it's like, why What has this, this man block-
1: done to that doll? <laughs> this
0: guy this guy is definitely fucking this boy <laughs> doll What <when> he's <laughs> stick up. Especially because they like, oh my God. Oh, oh this movie is a blast, man. And this movie is uh you can stream at places uh for Like, I watched it on YouTube. I'm not going to – this movie's on YouTube. So, like, if you have never heard of this movie and you had a blast talking to us – listening to us talk about it, it's worth a watch for sure, man. And this is the type of movie, like, I I watched it the other day after work and then I was working today and I'm like, I don't have anything – I'm going to fuck it. And I just put the movie on because I was like, just refresh a bunch of stuff because, like you said earlier, it's not – it's funny, man. Like, I often watch movies more than once when they're they're simpler plots mm-hmm. because there's less points to like you know think about and talk about. You see, so you're more like focused on like events happening in the film than like the plot of the movie, right? Dude,
1: when I was a kid, the first there was a few movies that I would watch regularly just for that reason that you just talked about. Yeah. The first Power uh, Flatliners was a big one. There were a lot of movies like that that they almost became background noise in a good way. Like, I loved the movies. They weren't incredibly difficult to follow. I mean, to be honest, I don't think First Power would ever be incredibly hard to follow because I don't even think the directors knew how to follow the movie. The director did. Like, it's such a batshit insane movie. But that's part, like I said earlier, that's part of its charm. It's such a fucking, it's such a blast, dude.
0: Yeah, it really is, man. It's it's a fun movie that's just like that was trying to do so many things like you talked about it. This this movie was obviously influenced by like the Arnold and and Sylvester Sylvester Stallone Bruce like Willis, kind of, you know, yeah, much yeah, the the macho guys of the like late eight the eighties in, into early nineties because it, it, this movie is a it came out in ninety but it feels like an eighties mm-hmm. movie, right? Uh, the even we were talking about it like this movie has a. Uh, uh, Tracy Griffith who plays Tess Seaton, the 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 psychic, a complete redhead, like where all the redheads were getting all the work in the 80s because of like Molly Ring Ringwald, right? Mm-hmm. And you hear stories later on about like Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker not wanting to dye her hair for what was it, footloose or whatever she was in that they wanted her to dye her hair red. Like, cause she, I guess she had been in Annie, and was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm not dying my hair red again because of that." <laughs> That's fine. Um, and it, so it's like it's so many things of this time frame, and you're like, man, this is like everything of like that, and it it's it's also changing into what the films were in the '90s, right? Like it that transition into like those action movies kind of took a step up, right? Cause early '90s you're starting to get things like Terminator Two. And things like that, right? And like you're you're go- go- going into like the Michael Bay kind of period, like later on in the '90s. But you're like you're getting the crazy batshit action movies of the '90s, and this like is kind of a step into that, right? You're seeing things like later on, you're getting Face Off and and like Con Air and shit that I fucking absolutely love. But like it's that bonkers, over the top '80s '90s action movies that were obviously inspired by like you know that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh, definitely. So, this movie is, dude. This movie was. I knew it was gonna be fun once you, you suggested it, but man, I had a blast with it. And it's like, and when you can when you can laugh at a movie and like laugh at it being ridiculous and and it not ruin the experience for you. That means you. This movie is a good time, which is important.
1: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man, for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we'll get out of here. We we've gone almost an hour and a half. Even when we we're gonna try to stop it at an hour. Um, but so do we? Do we? we go talk about uh, dead alive next week because I'm down. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Dead alive, man. Let's do dead alive. That fucking scene. And we haven't done any foreign films since you started doing stuff with us. So like, we definitely uh dive in and uh, then I want to go some bonkers. We gotta find some bonkers. Uh, I mean, not that dead alive is not bonkers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure something. out. Dead alive,
0: A.K. Brain Dead is brain. Brain Dead. Brain What's dead? the yeah. other, other yeah. title of this? Yeah, so which is Peter Jackson's? Like my opinion, it, one of my it's my favorite. Yeah, Peter me Jackson too. Movie me too. Easily, with, easily. With with the Frighteners is up there, but Frighteners doesn't hold up as well, man, because those those CG things <laughs> aren't as good. Right. But you know the funny thing about the Frighteners, I don't know if you know this. Watched the documentary on the. I bought my wife the uh, Blu-ray of the Frighteners for Christmas last year, and uh, she would never seen it. And one of the things on there is because of them buying all the computers to do the CG in this in, in the Frighteners, they uh, it was he was like, I have all these computers, I don't know what to do with them. And so why he directly went into Lord of the Rings because of the Frighteners and having the, all these computers to do all these special effects mm-hmm. in the Frighteners. Which is funny because I still remember seeing the Frighteners as in the, like as a as like a twelve year old or thirteen year old So yeah. Okay. So dead alive next week. Jerry, Jerry's Jerry is just okay on Twitter. Uh his 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 EP is you're adding on to it oh, and selling dude. it for a couple bucks yeah, more. So yeah, well,
1: uh, really quickly, like originally when I released uh my new EP spells, uh, I, I had a whole shitload of tracks I was gonna put on there, but then I was like, you know yeah. what? Why don't I split it into three and release it over the next few months? And then, you know, people liked it, so I added a couple songs as bonus tracks just for, like, a limited time just to see if anyone wanted And then a friend of mine, Uh Dustin McNeil, who wrote the Taking Shape books about the Halloween movies, he bought a copy and he was just like, dude, like, these should have just been on it in general. So I was like, okay. So basically I added more, and it was a five-song EP, now it's like a nine-song album. And six bucks. So, yeah. yeah, go on Twitter, look it up. If you want to buy it, that's fine. If you want to listen to it, you can listen to it there too. So,
0: I, I've been putting the links to it on uh, on uh, the notes for the shows uh, for the last couple episodes since it came out. But uh, it's a blast, man. I uh, I haven't listened to the new ones, but the, they're better uh, than what? The, they're, they're better than
1: the, the, the first version of it, actually. So I'm stuck.
0: <sighs> Dude, it's killer shit. Okay, murdermoose.com um and i murder boost pod on twitter and i am rod underscore johnson on twitch and twitter and everything like that so guys thank you for listening to this you know insanity uh jerry feel better my dude um and we'll catch you guys later so have a good one and bye